Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Today, I am flying solo. I can't believe Armando is trusting me to do this, honestly. So we'll see how this turns out. (laughs) We'll see if this actually makes it on air to you guys or not. Um, So what I'm going to talk today on is I'm going to be speaking to all of my females out there, all of my women, because I feel as though this is definitely a hot topic for us women. We are the hardest on ourselves, the insecurities, the, you know, I'm going to discuss some, some of the insecurities, the vulnerability, you know, things to that nature. So I guess I'll just dive in and I'm telling you guys now, I, we create outlines for every single podcast that we do. Today, I'm sitting down without an outline at all. I really want this to come from the heart. I really want to just really flow with it. I don't want to try to create structure with this because I just feel like that might cause me to go back and forth some and overthink. And I just really want real raw emotion when I talk about this. I will tell you, I went live in my client-only Facebook group uh, about a month or so ago. It could have been a little bit longer and kind of discussed this topic. And it just was really well received by all of my clients. That's obviously a very safe space for me to go and share my insecurities and discuss all of that because these are my clients. I have a very deep connection with them. You know, they're vulnerable with me. So I felt like It was just a really good chance for me to also be vulnerable with them, show my insecurities. I'm always hyping them and showing them, you know, trying to show them the best in themselves. And I wanted them to see me in a moment of vulnerability because they come to me in those moments. And so I I just felt really drawn that day to do that. But, you know, roles reversed. I wanted to come to them and say, look, even though I I preach, you know, speaking kindly to yourself and all of these things, I also have those down moments on myself as well. And I just really want you guys to see this. I never want you to think that I'm just this robot that goes through life, never struggling with the things that I help you get through. So let's let's talk on who who am I speaking to today? Let me just run through some of the things that I think us as women say to ourselves that we wouldn't say to our best friend or to our mother or our sister or somebody that we really care about. Okay, so who am I speaking to? I'm speaking to the woman who walks by a mirror and doesn't want to look. I'm speaking to the woman who does walk by the mirror and is grossed out at what she sees. I'm speaking to the woman who hides from her husband when she's changing. I'm speaking to the woman who has the best intentions when she goes shopping 
And as soon as she gets in that dressing room and tries on those clothes, she's instantly discouraged because nothing looks the way it should look on her. I'm speaking to the female who is the meanest to herself. I'm speaking to the one who has such a hard time saying the kind things that she says about others to herself. I'm speaking to the woman who looks in the mirror and sees her insecurity and instantly feels as though she's not worthy or she is not enough. I'm speaking to the woman who is embarrassed to change in front of her friends. I'm speaking to the woman who dreads going to the beach because she'll have to be in a bathing suit. I'm speaking to the woman who doesn't even own a cute summer sundress because she doesn't like the way she looks in it. I'm speaking to the woman who has always been insecure and it's affected her confidence. I'm speaking to the woman who feels as though people don't take her serious because she doesn't have control of her weight. And if she can't even control that, then why would anybody take her serious? Now, when I spoke to those and, you know, maybe one of those stood out to you, maybe one didn't, I said those things because those were a lot of feelings that I've had in the past. It's really hard to be that girl. And if you're currently that girl, I'm speaking to you and I'm giving you the world's biggest hug because it's really freaking hard. It's hard to be that person. It's hard to always try and constantly let yourself down. To try again on Monday and never see it through. And literally looking in the mirror going, how many damn times are we going to do this? What is it going to take? I'm speaking to the woman who's in a relationship because she's afraid that nobody will love her. Settling for mediocre love just because she thinks this is just how it's supposed to be or this is just who I'm supposed to end up with because she doesn't really see her own worth. That is a hard life to live. And let me tell you now, if your insecurities are holding you back from chasing that dream, chasing that big, big dream job that you've always thought of having, but always have in the back of your mind convinced yourself that, oh, that I can't do that. That you can do any damn thing that you put your mind to. You have to see your value. And that's what I think is hard for us females. We're the hardest on ourselves. We critique ourselves. And when we lack that confidence, when we beat ourselves down like that, we are just, we don't even see the damage that we're really doing to ourselves. When we beat ourselves down about our insecurities, we get in our own head. We lack that confidence and that confidence is everything. How much better are you going to perform when you feel confident at something? When you have that confidence, you are just going to fucking shine. And that's what we do when we constantly beat ourselves down is we take that away. 
I mean, there was, I listened to this on a podcast one time. It was a gentleman talking about a study that they did. There was an individual who had been in a coma. When he woke from this coma, they told him that he was actually a Navy SEAL. And so when he went about his regular life, he stood with more confidence. He carried himself differently. His whole family noticed this. And it was all because of the belief of who others had told him that he was. He was so confident in that. And just in the, you know, they had told him he was a Navy SEAL. That's obviously a very admired position, right? And so he carried that that with confidence and, and honor. It was an honor to him. He carried himself differently because of the confidence that that gave him. Think about how powerful that is. Like I've I've said it before, our minds are so powerful. Where I mean, think about who do you hear from the most? Yourself. You hear those thoughts in your head. And when you're speaking negatively about yourself, that is negativity that you are constantly feeding yourself. How is that fair? That's not fair. If you were in a relationship with a toxic person, you would want to leave that relationship. If your best friend was toxic to you, you wouldn't want to be friends with them anymore. If a job was super toxic for you, you would want to leave. So why don't we want to fix the voice in our head that is constantly talking down to us? It's just not fair to allow that kind of negativity in your head because that is going to trickle down to your whole entire life. Now, I'll tell this story that I heard on another podcast. It was actually this was a this was a YouTube video a long time ago that I watched that a gentleman was holding up a dollar bill and he was saying, "This dollar bill, how much is this worth?" The audience said, "A dollar." He said, "Okay, cool." Crumpled it up. Now, how much is this dollar worth? It has to be only worth, what, 92 cents now? They were like, no, it's worth a dollar. He was like, okay, cool. Threw it down, jumped on it, stepped on it, picked it up, crumpled it. Okay, now how much is it worth? 80 cents? It has to be worth less. It has to be. They were like, no, it's a dollar. He's like, if we allow the comments that other people make, in this case, even the comments in your own head, to devalue us, How is that fair when even a dollar bill, a material item that doesn't actually, I mean, yes, it has value, but I would put a lot more value on our own self-worth. How if, you know, crinkling this up, stepping on it, all of these things doesn't devalue this. How come we let the comments of others devalue us? How come we let let that affect us? And I thought that was so powerful. Because that's so true. And, you know, in this case, I'm applying it to even ourselves. How we talk to ourselves. Really pay attention to how you talk to yourself. Do you speak kindly to yourself? Would you say those things to somebody you love? More than likely, no. So why would you say it to yourself? And I know I'm kind of bouncing all over the place here, but it's just it comes down to how we speak to ourselves. At the end of the day, if we aren't even speaking kindly to ourselves, 
that then portrays over into our relationships and shows people that, hey, if I can't even talk kindly to myself, you can treat me however you want. You know, going back to the relationship, it's you deserve to be loved. You deserve to not feel like you have to settle. And I'll tell you guys, I was I was in that boat and, you know, no disrespect for my son's dad, but I was accepting a love that I just thought that, hey, this is just how it is. This is how it is going to be. And I just accepted that for myself. And now the woman that I've become today looks at that girl and says, wow, she really lacked confidence. She lacked love for herself. She was insecure. There was so much work that she had to do on her. And that's exactly what I did, is I did work on myself. I worked really fucking hard to become this woman. And I'll tell you, it's not easy. It's still not easy. Sometimes I still struggle with my own insecurities. I get in my own head. I say those mean things to myself. But I'll tell you right now, I stop a lot faster than I used to. And now I look in that mirror and I see a different woman. I may look similar. I may still have insecurities and things that I don't like, but I don't talk to myself in that way. And that's a big reason for why I think I have attracted different kinds of people in my life than when I was that person. Because what you, what energy you give off in the world, that is the energy that you're going to attract. There is no, I mean, I'll tell you right now, there's a reason that I attracted the amazing husband that I have. And that's because one I started putting out the confidence that I deserve to have better. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. You don't need to convince anybody else of it. You need to convince yourself. Because when you convince yourself, that confidence is going to show everywhere. It's a hard journey. Working on yourself is hard. Digging deep is hard. But if you don't do it, nobody is going to do it for you. And I'll tell you right now, that confidence bleeds over into every area of your life. Those insecurities are hard as hell to live with. And aren't you tired of your own shit at this point? I know I was. I got sick of it. And I'll tell you, I am nowhere near the woman who doesn't give a fuck about what other people think. I want to be that woman. I want to 100% not give any fucks about what other people think of me. Unfortunately, I still do. But I'll tell you, the little amount of progress that I have made in that stride, it feels so damn freeing. It feels so good to know that, you know what? Whether you do or don't like me, this is who I am. And being confident in that. Stand for what you believe in. Have that confidence. I understand that this kind of stuff is always easier said than done. But don't you think you're worth it? You have to live with you for the rest of your life. Isn't that something that you want to work on? I can't even tell you how many times I have conversations with clients over losing motivation. This is a common one. I know everybody thinks that there's some big secret to motivation. 
there's no secret. The secret is knowing your worth. That's the big secret. And I don't think that's a secret. Know that you are worth it. Look in the mirror and believe that you deserve this. Quit putting you on the back burner. How do you expect to take care of others if you can't even take care of yourself? Pouring from an empty cup, you are only going to be able to stretch for so long. It's a hard journey, but it goes back to, and this is such a cliche saying, but I mean, choose your hard. When is enough enough? Negative thoughts can be overcome by positive action. If you're anxious about something, if you're unsure, dive in head first. Because if you wait until you're ready, you're never going to do it. Like I mentioned earlier, if you're chasing that dream job, go after it. Do it. Are you going to fail? Probably. Does that mean that's the end of it? No, that means you have one less possibility on the road to getting there. You have eliminated one wrong option. Keep going. Pick yourself up and keep going. Keto didn't work for you? Great, it doesn't work for many. Awesome. What are you going to try next? The diet that is going to work for you is the one that is sustainable for your lifestyle. If you can look at a diet and say, answer these questions. Can I do this for the rest of my life? Is this going to still allow me to have joy in my life or is this going to make me completely miserable? If you can't make it sustainable, if it's going to make you miserable, that's a no. That one does not work for you. You have to find something that works for you. And like I've said a hundred times, don't think that you're going to go from doing nothing to I'm going to work out five days a week, drink all the water, I'm removing sugar, no carbs. That is not, that's not realistic. That's not sustainable. Make small little steps that are going to get you to that goal. Whether it be that job, buying that house, have that confidence. The way to build confidence is to constantly keep the promises that you make to yourself. Because like I said, who do you hear from the most? You. If you are constantly letting yourself down, how do you expect to have the confidence that you're going to see something through? Your head already knows your habits. You have to break the cycle. You have to be the change. Nobody is going to do it for you. And in order to drown out those insecurities, you have to do the damn thing. You have to do something about it. The motivation is going to come from the little results that you get. You have to move. You have to make moves. You will build momentum as you go. Once you start keeping those promises to yourself, you're going to be like, hell yeah, that feels good. Look at the progress I'm making. Look at my savings account. I'm getting closer to that down payment. Look at the certifications I'm getting. I'm getting closer to that dream job. Look at my progress photos. I'm losing weight. My progress photos are looking great. Yeah, I haven't lost the 30 or 50 or 100 pounds but I'm closer. And once you start building that momentum, keeping those promises to yourself, it's going to drown out all those insecurities. Instead of looking for the negative, you're going to look for the positive because you know what? 
you kept a promise to yourself. You're building that confidence. Confidence compounds. You have to work on you. You cannot expect change to happen. You cannot wish for something and have it happen. I wish it was that easy. I would be out of a job if it were that easy. I would not be able to be a coach if it were that easy. You have to work for it. And if you don't want to work for it, you need to reevaluate if this is something that you actually want. And sometimes the answer might be no. You might want it, but you might not want to work for it. And that's okay, but be honest with yourself. Really take a look in the mirror and say, okay, do I actually want this? Or is just or is this just a positive thought that I would that's something I would like to wish for? Because a goal and a wish are two different things. You can wish for all the amazing things in the world, but if you're not willing to work for it, I'm sorry, it's not coming. That's a wish, not a goal. You have to be willing to work for things. If things were easy, everybody would do it. And usually the things worth having take a lot of work. They don't come so easy. Yeah, somebody might have an easy time doing something, but I almost guarantee you in another area, they're struggling at something that's not coming easy for them that maybe comes easy for you. So you can't You also can't play that compare game. Don't compare yourself to others because that's a thief of joy. The comparison game. A lot of the insecurities for us women come from comparison. We're constantly comparing to others and what others have and what we wish we had. But again, are you willing to work for it? And I just said this on a client check-in today. You can't give C-plus effort and expect A plus results. It just doesn't work that way. So are you willing to work for it? Are you tired of your own shit? Are you going to get out of your own way? Are you going to put yourself out there? Are you going to be vulnerable? Are you going to ask questions? Are you going to do the damn thing? Because that's what it takes. Everything worth having happens outside of our comfort zone. If you want to buy a house and you have no idea where to start, ask questions. Sit down with a financial advisor. If you want to lose weight and you don't know what you're doing, ask a coach. Ask questions. You're going to have to ask questions. And a lot of times we hate asking questions because it leaves us vulnerable. It makes us feel like we're less than somebody. It makes us feel uncomfortable. It makes us feel as though we're uneducated. It, it's not a good feeling, but you know what? I have a lot of respect for people who ask questions. I used to tell my employees when I was a manager, I would rather you ask me a simple question than make a really dumb mistake. Because how many times have we had to clean up mistakes of other people that could have been fixed by just asking a very simple question? And we had the answer. And think about when somebody comes to you and asks you a question about something, I don't know about you, but I almost feel honored. Like, hey, they're coming to me. They feel comfortable coming to me and asking me this. Let me be your guide. Let me help you. There is no possible way for us to know everything in all areas. This is a conversation that I actually had with my brother at one point. He was kind of giving my husband a little bit of a hard time about not knowing something mechanically. And I told him, why would he need to know that? He's a firefighter. 
my brothers like very comfortable both my brothers are very comfortable mechanically working on things they grew up doing it my husband didn't he everything that he has figured out he's figured out by watching youtube videos trial and error asking questions all of those things and so he said something and my brother made kind of a smart ass remark and said well you know, how come you don't know that or this or that? And I was like, why would he know that? He's a firefighter. That's not his area of expertise. How about I have him ask you questions about firefighting? Would you know the answers? He was like, well, no. I was like, yeah, because why would you? Well, that's him. Why would he know anything about that? He wasn't raised with it. And so that conversation is the same one we kind of need to have with ourselves. Why would I not feel comfortable asking questions when it's not my area of expertise? So I will leave you with this today. I want you to work on speaking kinder to yourself. I want you to compliment others. I want you to search for the positive. I want you to create a game plan for your dreams and your hopes and all of the positivity that you want to attract in your life, you need to start building confidence and you need to do it by getting out of your own way. I hope this was helpful. I hope something that I said today stuck with you. And I hope and pray that every single one of you listening to this work on being kinder to yourself, to others, and just showing some love because that's what we all really need at the end of the day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self Love Sit Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.